Five Madness. Five Movie Madness, that is. Welcome back once again to the show that knows if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. I'm your host, Joe, today, and joining me as always, we've got Corey. You motorboat and son of a bitch, you old sailor, you. And Matt. Did we just become best friends? Yup. Yep. <laughs> if you can't tell from that, we're uh, going to be talking about the golden age of movies this week. The 2000s comedies. This is tough. Yo, I'd just like to say that this is the most bullshit list we ever had to put together. I, I kind of agree. This is the most difficult list to compile. Stupid hard. Yeah. Stupid yeah. difficult. I'd like to make 40 this list. movies, and any one of them could easily make the list. I, was, I made a I made a last second change, but other than that, I didn't really have a problem. I could have rewrote this list once a day, every day since we recorded last, and it would have been a completely different list every time. And I could have justified every one of them. It was maddening. I mostly agree with with you on that one, Corey. Yeah, like if I did this again next month, is it the same? I don't know. <laughs> Depends on what movie I've seen last, I guess. Before we do that, though, uh, I guess. We have uh, the third part of an email that was sent to us, 5moviemadness at gmail.com, by the way, with the number 5, from our fan Bennett. It's about Zack Snyder's Justice League. Okay. He said, I'm only about halfway through, and so far it's the worst movie ever. Sorry, guys, but all DC sucks. Wow. So, Corey, you've seen the movie. I have. I started it. I think there's like eight parts. I just watched part one. I watched all eight parts in one shot. And Matt, you haven't seen any of it yet? I'd, yeah. Are you one day? Any plan? No. Okay. If I get like snowed in, <laughs> snowed in July. <laughs> yeah. That means the universe wants you to watch Zack Snyder's Justice League, right? Yeah, that'll be one where like, oh, I guess I'll hammer this out. But when you got four hours to kill, yeah. The the issue is that it's four I four hours long. I think I, I could be making this up, but one of my friends told me that I think online he read that like sixty to seventy percent of people who started it didn't finish it. Which I guess wouldn't surprise me. Is that the intent? That's why they broke it up into parts? I don't know. Like It's it's not so much broken up into parts as it just says on the screen. Part 1, and then it has a subtitle. Something about Batman. And I assume... Right, that would be breaking it up into parts. Though. Oh, okay, I guess. Yeah. 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 But the problem is you don't... It's not like the movie... If at the onset, if it had been like a movie in eight parts... I feel like that would have been almost a smart idea because people could have gotten to, like, see the screen where it says part five and be like, okay, I'm going to stop it here because I'm halfway done. Right? You have no idea how many parts this fucking movie is going to be. It was insane. That's was true. Yeah, each part could be, like, four long. minutes long. <laughs> you just don't know. like, And you just don't know how many are going to be when you get to the end. Like, I got to part eight, watched part eight. I was like, I imagine there must be something. There must be more because we're not done yet. You probably went to uh, ten, right? Must have gone to ten. And, and it didn't. Like, they were done, but I was like, I feel a little weird about this. So, <laughs> I, I still enjoyed it. It wasn't a bad time watching it, but... Yeah, I, I'm... Right. Go ahead. Continue. I was just going to say, I only watched part one. So, part one's not bad, but, like, the movie's four hours, and I can see why from one thirty-five minute part, because they added some really unnecessary scenes that don't add anything to the movie. It's not. Yeah. It's not bad, it's just, like, it didn't need to be four hours, I don't think. They tried to cram in three different origin stories on top of it, which is <laughs> too much. From what I read, mm-hmm. it's like the DC fans love it, the Marvel fans hate it, and the people who don't care are like, yeah, this is just way too long. <laughs> right? So yeah. I think I'm going to like most of it. It's just like there, there's a scene where Lois Lane gets coffee, 
gives That's gives cool. a coffee to an officer and then walks to the place where Superman died and just drinks coffee and looks at it. And I'm like, why does this need to be in the movie? It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't add anything. <laughs> and, th- and that's I know she misses with him. This movie. Yeah, right. Like it's kind of understood. Yeah. How did she, how did she order the coffee? Uh, we don't see her actually order the coffee. She just picks uh, up coffee and then. See, that's yeah. Just, I know. You know I I need to know that inside into her character. Is she like a cream <laughs> exactly. and sugar? Is she a double shot? What? what but she gave it away, with? right? She gave one a of couple. Them. Yeah, she oh, had one two. of them. Oh, okay, yeah. gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. So she always grabs a coffee for the the cop who's like watching the. Like watching over like the, the Superman. The Superman oh, Superman's gravesite's guarded. Uh-huh. That's mm-hmm. interesting. It's a police line. It says "Don't cross." So she puts her coffee on top of that little fence thing. It's weird. Uh, okay. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fun little four-minute chat. Yeah, sure. One tenth the length of no, one hundredth the length of uh, something. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I'm not trying to do the math. 60, I don't, I think yeah. I do this math. It's too early. So, uh, yeah, comedies. Oh, so that's it? Just, he didn't like it? Sorry? That's, 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 yeah. that's the whole thing he wrote, yeah. Okay, alright. Okay. Fair enough. Don't blame you. It's been a don't while since he, we I started, don't... so I hope your 80 mile bike ride went alright. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Have we gotten an email since? Is he okay? Uh, no we haven't, so... Can we o- don't know. can only assume... <laughs> oh my god. ...that things went okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so uh, I guess we'll get into the list, Ben. The first step of that is me letting you guys know how it works, if you're not familiar. We're going to go around and list our favorite 2000s comedies from 5 to 1. And if someone has a movie higher on their list than someone else, they're going to tell them to table it, and we're going to talk, talk about that movie at the highest appearance on anyone's list. And we also have some bubble movies. <laughs> we usually do two. I have six, because... <laughs> This topic was so difficult. <laughs> you pulled you pulled the me from last week. I just want to tell everyone about the the movies that they should watch. I uh, get it. I actually have an honorable mentions list that have no business being in my top five or bubble, but I still want to like be like, guys. I think they're shitty. Let's appreciate movies, but they're this. Kind of funny. <laughs> not even shitty movies. They just don't belong in the top on the top five, right? Like they're not a top five or bubble worthy. Well, to you, I mean, this is a very fair. also this category. Forget Rotten Tomatoes for this category. Oh um, yeah, I didn't not, even look it up. Didn't even look. I it looked up. them all up. It's so it's so varied. Yeah, I have some eighties. I have some teens. It's like what's going on? <laughs> um, just keep in mind for the audience, it's two thousand to two thousand and nine. Yes. So if you email us and how can we include this, probably because it came out after two thousand and nine. Yeah, I don't want to get any emails <laughs> that says, "Hey, the other guy should be on this list." That's a two thousand and ten. Trust me, I checked. We did the work. Without further ado, though, let's start with our number fives. We're going to start with Corey. Corey, what's your number five 2000s comedy? My number five 2000s comedy is Super Troopers. That's on my list of 40. It's def- it was definitely on my list. This is probably the most um, varied uh, of the movies on my list. A lot of them I found that like my top five kind of all fell into the same... Like subgenre or like style of comedy movie, this is the only one that's a bit different. Um, I I find this movie fucking hysterical. I remember seeing it as a kid and being like, "Oh my god, this is good!" And I watched it for this again because I hadn't seen it in a while. I was like, "You know what? Let's throw it on real quick." Holds up, still holds up. Those Canadian boys know how to make a good comedy about a bunch of Canadian police officers. I think they're. Um, 
They're not Canadian, are they? They're not Canadian. Oh, they're not no. Canadian? They're like from they Vermont Canadian. or something, aren't they? Yeah, because uh, in Super yeah, Troopers yeah, yeah. 2, they go to Canada. That's Maybe that's what my confusion was. I never was saw the second one. I don't think I... I once and I didn't like it that much. So. That was during the movie past day, like heyday. I mm. did see it and I thought it was um, solid. Like, like it's 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 right on par with uh, the, the first one. I think the tomato scores were actually exactly the same or, like, That's or off off by one or two yeah. at the time. So I I find one of the things that really make it like the comedies that last and the comedies that stick out as like being the cream of the crop for me are, are the quotable ones. If a comedy has got a bunch of really good quotable lines, I feel like that's one, like one of like the things that I, like, I have to check off to be like, yes, this comedy is, is good. And this one's not short of it. Uh, the meows. Do I look like a cat to you, boy? Uh, I don't want a large farver. I want a goddamn liter of soda. Liter of cola. Liter of cola. Thank you. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like if, if shenanigans uh? <laughs> like if you and a bunch of friends could like drop a line and like continue on the bit and laugh at it i think that that's one of the things that makes a comedy movie a good comedy movie and it'll elevate like a worse movie yeah quotable for sure yeah. it's powdered sugar it's delicious um <laughs> broken lizards comedy troupe that's what they're called right yep. yes that's it i couldn't think of the name um, off the top of my head yeah they're hysterical i love all their movies i had a, uh, one i cut it late but um, it wouldn't be on my list. I won't say it because I don't know if it's going to make any of yours. But uh, I kind of know. I think I know what movie it is. I, they're they're all really. Funny. I have two guesses. Um, <laughs> well, I think they've made four movies. If I'm not five, actually, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah. One of them's really bad, and it's not that. What's the really bad one? <laughs> Club Dread. Oh, okay, yeah, that's, oh, that's yeah. the one that wasn't. That that's the one that definitely yeah. wasn't going to make my list. Yep. Correct. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, uh, Super Troopers is fun. I wrote it down. I own that one. It's downstairs. So, cool. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not it's not comic genius by any stretch of the imagination. It wasn't going to be any higher than five, but I did want to make sure that this brand of comedy, this kind of broken lizard style of comedy, did uh, have a little representation today. As well, it should. Matt, what's your number five? I don't think it's going to make either of yours. But I went with Hot Fuzz as my number five. I'm in the minority that thinks Hot Fuzz is better than Shaun of the Dead. I think they're both very good movies, except Hot Fuzz had like a lot more money behind it, and it elevates it, and I'm fine with that. <laughs> um, Nick Frost and Simon Pegg, love them. They're one of my favorite comedy duos. Um, if you don't know, Hot Fuzz is the is the second movie of the Cornetto trilogy, where they are police officers in a small village in outside of London. And uh, yeah, it's it's really funny. The jokes all hit. They they continue the um, tropes that they set in Shaun of the Dead, and just like further expand upon it. And uh, yeah, man, guys, seen have you seen Hot Fuzz? Obviously, yes. I've, uh, yeah. yeah, I've seen it, I've seen it once, and it, only once. Yeah, it didn't quite hit me. With like, I guess like it hits other people because so I need to watch it again. It's definitely a candidate for a movie I need to see a second time. I feel all of their movies you got to see multiple times because there's like a joke every scene, and they're very subtle. And I, I like the subtle humor a lot. Yeah, like, I guess I guess Hot Fuzz is more of like a rewatch because Shaun of the Dead yes. I get right away. Shaun of the Dead on first viewing I was like I like this movie. Sure, but it's it's 
but but again, like you, the more times you see Shaun of the Dead, I feel the more humor you notice in it. Sure. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Hot Fuzz is one of my favorite gifts. Which one? Uh, the shame. He's <laughs> just oh, yeah. him in, in the uh, in the van loading a shotgun, being like shame. I like every time. I I love that gift. Um, but no, I I think Hot Fuzz is I think Hot Fuzz is, is criminally underrated. Isn't is a little exaggerated. I don't think it gets nearly enough love as compared to what Shaun of the Dead gets. I mean, mm-hmm. don't I, I could I could watch I could sit down and watch either of them whenever. Like I don't have like one I gravitate towards. But too many people are like, no, I don't like Hot Fuzz as much. I'm like, I, I think you haven't seen it enough. I'm I'm with you on that. It Hot definitely Fuzz, needs yeah. two, three watches. Um, one, two minor gripes with Hot Fuzz. It does drag a little at the end. Like they can end it at a certain point, and they could end it at another point, and they just keep going with that extra scene. And uh, yeah, it's it was tough to find as a single Blu-ray, and I had to get the combo, and I hate that because I alphabetize. I my don't movies. know where to put it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Shaun of the Dead comes first. Yeah. So if I want to watch Hot Fuzz, I got to go to H, and it's just, it's a whole thing, it, and I just don't care. Is for it, it just Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz, or is it all three movies? It's Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz. I bought it before okay. the third one came out. So what's the name of the third one in the trilogy? At World's End. At World's End. Okay. Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> that would be. Isn't that also the title of a, the subtitle of a pirate's movie? I don't want to get this wrong, so <laughs> it, it's we def- will look it up. It's definitely close. The World's End, maybe? At World's End? At World's End is Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. The World's End. Is okay. Like, Very similar. Yeah. Yes. All right. Joe, what's your number five? My number five movie uh, probably aged the least well on my list, but it's old school. Nice. Very good. I'm surprised they didn't make anyone else's list, but it's understandable given the uh, topic. It's funny as hell, though. It really, it's it's it's, it's <laughs> another so very quotable funny. movie. It's got. <laughs> we have to keep our composure. <laughs> Will Ferrell steals every scene he's in in this movie. He's amazing. Like yes, I, he's so good in that movie. He, he's the number one comedy actor for this decade. Yes. I don't yeah, care what anybody says. Part, yeah. Yes. <laughs> he's, uh... It was so hard. It was so hard not making this list just a top five Will Ferrell movies. Well, we'll do like, that one we day. May, we may do that one day, and I was like, I can't do just five Will Ferrell movies here, and that list would have been respectable, but like, I can't do it because we might do it one day, and what the fuck do I do? Just go back to this and pull it out? Like, <laughs> See stupid. 2000's comedy episode. Frank the Tank. Frank the, he's, like, he's not the main character. Luke Wilson... Luke, no. Oh, my God. Luke Wilson is Luke. supposed to be. Mm-hmm. But it's the Frank, Irrelevant Frank the because... Tank is the main character. <laughs> yes. No. His... some Like, some of his more like calm collected scenes are almost better to me like when he's in the kitchen like when vince vaughn is trying to convince him to like say yes to starting the frat and he's just in the corner like yes say yes and just like shaking his head i thought that was one of the funniest fucking moments in the whole movie there's just something so subtle and like low-key about that moment that i'm like why is this funny i think that's why i think it's so funny is because it's like there's no business he's literally just saying please say yes and it's still funny He's trying to give give away the bread maker. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I hope you like it. I, I love it. <laughs> and just like the de-evolution of like this like guy who's really trying to keep it together despite deep down wanting to be Frank the Tank is so good. Oh, we might go to uh, Home Depot later. Oh, 
and then Lowe's. We're not sure yeah. we're going to have enough time. <laughs> so, so uh, this is going to be really sad, but I noticed there's like a weird plot mistake in that scene. Because okay. the posters for Mitchapalooza say Thursday at 9 p.m. It's clearly Thursday at 9 p.m. because it's Mitchapalooza happening. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what do you got going on tomorrow? Well, it's a pretty nice Saturday. I'm like, no, tomorrow's Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, so bring that up uh, if you want to impress your friends slash make them think you're very sad. Well, Mitchapalooza starts Thursday 9 p.m.? Yeah. It could have been after midnight. could have been after midnight. Ah. Uh. Uh, and could have been. been. It could have been. <laughs> could have been. And you know that in that moment where he was in his character arc, he would have been like technically it's Friday, so we have a nice yeah. little Saturday planned. I think if you ask somebody <laughs> on a late Thursday night into Friday morning party, when they say tomorrow, they mean Friday. Probably. You're, prob- you're probably right. Probably you're right. Fair enough. Let me have this. <laughs> I like in the grocery store too. If you tell anybody, I'll freaking kill you. I'm just kidding. We'll no, have no, him back just kidding. We'll have him back. We'll have him back. Uh, I, I I like that we're talking about all Will Ferrell because every I mean everything is great in this movie, but Will Ferrell just makes it. Like we're, before he goes streaking when he's on the stage. Yes. Snoop, Snoop, Loop. <laughs> I would I would not be surprised to find out that he ad libbed that scene. I want to know. I, I that's probably one of my biggest questions about most comedy things how in much general. improv was how much improv like I, i've been listening to the office ladies a lot mm-hmm. um and they they like make a point to say steve carell improvised this rain wilson improvised it. like they make a point to talk about when they improvise i wish i knew more about that about other things because i'm sure i'm sure that snoopa loop was i have a very strong feeling that was improvised I imagine um, most of the streaking was probably improvised because he's a wild buffoon. Yeah, he like attacks that man with his dog. In the the script, like act nuts, act crazy, and he just act drunk and nuts. And um, you know, remember the show The League Mm -hmm. about the fantasy football comedy show? That was like, it was like, okay, you're in this setting, everybody make fun of Andre, and they all they they improved all their jokes. That poor man. They're all that. They're all that talented. Yeah. Yeah. That that show was great. Oh my god. Yes, it was. Um, that being said, as much as we've been talking about Will Ferrell, I, I would be remiss if we didn't at least talk about Vince Vaughn for a little bit here. Because well, he's, he's great in this. Um, again, going earmuffs. back, earmuffs, earmuffs. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> and then you can say cock, shit, balls, whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. Dick, balls, easy. <laughs> I was proving a point. You have to celebrate. <laughs> Vince Vaughn on the rings, still holding. Outstanding. Young Howard Wolowitz for your Big Bang fans. Oh yeah, in this movie too. Yeah. Oh shit, is he one of the brothers? Yeah, he's one of yep. the brothers. God damn. Jeremy Piven is the bad guy. Yeah, he's the dean, right? He's the yep. dean. Um, he, the first, the first time we meet him, he does one of my favorite things in comedy in general, where he's like, "Can it, can I ask you a question real quick?" And like, either he says yes and walks away. Or just like Curtly says no and walks away. I don't remember which way he Absolutely does it. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. That's what it <laughs> Can is. Can I ask you a question? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Day. And then walks away. <laughs> is it is one of my favorite things that people do in in comedies in general. When they <laughs> you just something like a straight man, like somebody does tries to do something straight, and then the retort is just the exact opposite of what a polite human being would do. Gets me every time. Every time. 
And that's oh, old school. God, old school. That's old school. For, for so some, good. Directed by Todd Phillips, who also gave us Joker. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Really? Yep. Jesus. Well, that was, yeah, he was a controversial choice for Joker. He was. It was going to be dark, yeah. But yeah, check it out if you haven't. And we're going to move on to number fours now. Corey, what's your number four movie? My number four is The Hangover. Also Todd Phillips. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Did not know that. I didn't want to say that uh, in case somebody had it on their list. <laughs> fair. Didn't take long. Did not take yeah. long. Doesn't make anybody else's list? That, that's, no. that's one of my bubbles. It's okay. An imp- it's an important movie, It's though. very important. I feel it's, it's yeah. the last, like, comedy of that style before we get to more PC culture, I feel. I, whole, yeah, yeah I would franchise. say that's fair. Yeah. I would say that's fair. They they make some they make some raunchy and not necessarily politically correct choices in this movie. Um and that's where they belong. That's where those choices belong in comedy movies like this where you're not supposed to take them seriously. You're supposed to laugh at the uncomfortableness of the situation because it's not PC. Like that's that's the point of it, right? And this movie does it a bunch and these jokes I, hit. These jokes hit and they land one of the funniest scenes in that movie, and it's early on, is when Bradley Cooper goes, paging doctor, and he says the gay slur. And that yeah. is really funny. You can't do that today. No. You can't. At all. I cannot say that quote to my friends. It does, Like, somebody could be hearing it, and I don't want to even go down that road. I'm mm-hmm. not going to say it on this. I don't... It's weird. I... Yeah. It was, Comedy yeah. used to be able to push the envelope. You can't anymore. It's a different time. And it's a little... Yeah. It's a little sad to me. But... But what made that moment hysterical in the moment of watching the hangover was that there's a good chance if you were with a bunch of your guy friends in the movie theater watching it somebody has done almost that exact thing yeah to their friends like mm-hmm. this movie felt like a real group of friends going and hanging out and yes. then obviously like the shenanigans are like way over the top and that's not what happens but the way that they interact especially early on Feels just like a bunch of dudes. Just feels like how a bunch of guys talk to each other, especially back in that time. It's also another movie where one character steals the show. Yes, Alan Zach Galifianakis is incredible. So good, in this. So, so good that he typecast himself for everything else. Yeah. yeah. Well, I didn't know of him. Like I remember Out Cold. Do you remember that movie? Yeah. Is it on your list? No, it's not. It's actually one of my. It's one of my bubbles. I love okay. that movie. Yeah, I love that movie also, and like I remember his character, and he was really funny. And when that came out years before The Hangover, and that The Hangover was the next thing I saw him in, and I was like, "Wow, this this guy should have had a big career." I wonder like what his story is, and then like yeah, that became him like yeah. for every movie. Ever. Like, he's a much smarter character in Out Cold than he is yes, in he The is. Hangover, and then every movie after The Hangover. Yeah. Oh my God. Between two fer- between two ferns, you kind of get to see a little bit of of how smart he is he's still playing the dumb character but the way he's able to like it's clearly satire yeah and like wittingly like like uses wit to like make fun of the people like you could tell that he's got more more brains in the in the skull than oh you know he's i'm sure he's a very smart person he just doesn't get to play smart characters he doesn't no exactly oh and this though there were skittles in there did the real caesar stay here is, yep. this, is this uh, hotel uh, beeper friendly? <laughs> no. Is this hotel beeper friendly? <laughs> I'm not going to sig on my beeper. <laughs> it's a satchel. That's right. Indiana Jones wears Indiana one. Jones wears one. <laughs> He's Rain Man for Blackjack. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. 
Again, another great gift. Just a picture, just the him with like all the like the mat symbols going by. Another great gift. The epic stare down between him and the kid before he gets tased in the face. <laughs> in the face. Not Guys, you. um, we're 25 minutes in, and and in case you haven't known yet, we're gonna be quoting a lot of things yeah. over the oh course gosh. of this. Not you, fat Jesus. This <laughs> uh. uh, reminds me of when my grandfather died. Every every male I get close to just winds up dying. Oh, how did your grandfather die? World War Two. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know they gave out rings during the Holocaust. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> Leave that in, Joe. Be I'm, a man. I'm, I'm not taking anything out. <laughs> Yeah, this uh, this movie was was uh, this movie was special. This was a phenomenon when it happened. It was, and then they yeah. made two more movies that are exactly the same as this one. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think that they. This is one of those prime examples where, like, letting it breathe and letting it be its own single movie probably would have been a better call. I, I I get what they did. I get why they did it. I don't necessarily think that they're not, like Hangover two and three aren't funny. No, they have they have their moments. That's, that's, yeah, exactly. This, this but this was just from start to finish laughter. Like I I, it, I hadn't seen a comedy like this before, really, and I don't think I've seen one. I certainly haven't seen one since. Like not even just the non political correctness. Like just the concept of a bunch of guys get shit faced in Vegas and try to figure it out. I just, it was, I love this movie. Not at the table, Carlos. Um, <laughs> we'd be remiss not to talk about the tiger and Mike Tyson. Of course. Because when yep. Mike Tyson was in this, it was, it blew up. It was like, oh, you got to, like, people saw it. Like, oh, Mike Tyson's in it. You got you can't wait for the Mike Tyson scene. He's singing that song. It's great. I, I know, I'm not going to sing it now. I know all the lyrics to the tiger song that Stu sings. Oh, yeah, me too. It's, yep. it's ingrained <laughs> in my head. So I was watching, I was watching, um, sometimes, like, when I can't fall asleep, I'll, like, turn on um tiktok and just like swipe through some videos and one of the tiktok videos i watched was a start of a interview that ed helms did on uh the graham norton show and we come to find out that that song is 100 percent improvised i believe that he sat down at the piano like in between takes at one point and started just like playing this playing and singing the song and whoever was like directing i you just said who it was just like did like Start rolling. Start rolling the camera. <laughs> a friend of mine's former boss. Now, I hope this story is true. He's, he's told it to me a number of times. Went to college with Ed Helms, and they lived on the same floor in the dormitory. And my friend's former boss played the banjo and had his banjo hanging on the wall. And uh, Ed Helms was, like, running down the hallway going, like, oh, I got an audition for, for this comedy thing, like, the school is putting on. And he goes, I need something. And he saw the banjo, banjo, and he looked at my friend's former boss dead in the eye. My friend didn't know him very well and just took it off the wall and just, like, ran with it. And he's played, like, the banjo in the office since then. I really hope it's true. I like to think this guy got, I like, like to think Ed it's Helms that banjo. <laughs> it's the banjo so, he yeah. stole off that guy's wall. <laughs> right? That's crazy. Good movie. And apparently Zach Galifianakis also improvised the Best Friend song in the back of the car. The three best Yeah. Friends. Yeah, apparently that was improvised as well. Yeah. It's a genre that lends itself well to improvisation. Sure. Yeah. Black Doug. Black Doug. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this isn't our Doug. Not my problem. <laughs> oh, God. Good choice, Corey. 
Thank you. Thank you. I'm upset was I Brad- didn't have more spots. Was Bradley Cooper... He had Bradley done Cooper a... Yet? Yeah, he had done a bunch of other work before this, right? Like, I mean... Yeah. yeah. Bradley Cooper got his start in um, Wet Hot American Summer. That's right. Okay. Yep. And, yeah, he was a comedy actor at this time. But this blew him up. This definitely yeah, helped. Yes. For sure. Okay. Absolutely. This was his first, like... Uh, at least I feel like this was one of his first, like, main lead roles. I'm looking up his yes. filmography right now, but yes. Probably. Because I, I feel like everything I had seen him in up until this point, he played, like, the douchebag. He played like the guy you did. Oh, and Wedding Crashers for sure. He wedding Crashers wedding. for sure. I mean, the, the wedding, the villain. Mm-hmm. He's in Yes Man, right? Yes, he is. Yeah, he's one of the friends, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this is like his first big role. He's in the comebacks. <laughs> Half briefly? As a cowboy? It just says cowboy. I have no idea. I don't remember him being in it. Clearly in that show. <laughs> Clearly a, a, a side cameo role because. So, Matt, what's your number four? Forgetting Sarah Marshall. No, table uh, that. Table that? Okay. Yes! That nice! Was a la- that was a last-minute ad. I have supported one out. obviously. That, that was definitely... It did not make my list, but when I wrote down my initial, like, 36 movies and went and did, like, a deeper scrub to make sure I didn't miss anything, that was one I missed, and I almost was like, I, I would have really fucked up my list if I hadn't at least considered this. But we'll talk about it later. Fair enough. Cool. Uh, so then, my number four? Yes. yes sir. My number four is National Lampoon's Van Wilder. Oh my god, yes! I did not have the balls to put that on my list, but I am so happy you did. I didn't do it, and there's a reason for it. Okay. Because there's a certain scene I can't get past. Is it the dog? Yeah, I vomit <laughs> every time. It's disgusting. I can't even think of yes, it. Yes, it is. Before we even get into talking about the movie, after that scene happens, when the when when the frat guys are eating them, there's mm-hmm. a, there's an extra in the background. It's like I think I've had these before. <laughs> <laughs> Matt has his headphones off. He can't even listen. <laughs> he can't even talk listen about to us. <laughs> All right. So Just give me a thumbs up. When I can put them back on. Now? Oh, okay. Yeah, You're good. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> so about the... I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I took the headphones off, and then I put them back on, and he said, frat guys were eating them. So, National Lampoon's oh. Van Wilder, it is pretty much the debut of Ryan Reynolds. We found out exactly what we were going to get from this man, and it's an amazing comedic performance. It's dry it wit really and sarcasm. It's so, it's so good. It's, it's legendary to me. That's a great that's a great use of that word because I think that as far as like a, an introduction to a to an actor like he comes out of the gate swinging saying this is who I am this is how I act and he doesn't he he just doesn't move from it he's like this is me this is this is where I'm comfortable this is where I'm the funniest and nobody's asked him to do anything different and it's and it's just been absolutely beautiful it's variations of this sometimes sometimes it's more serious sometimes it's a little more over the top but it's, it's a always great this. baseline. It's a great. It also, to a lesser extent, introduces us to Cal Penn, who we oh, might true. be talking yes. about because I don't know what movies made your guys' list higher up. I don't remember how well it's aged in terms of like political correctness. It's, I don't remember again, it being that bad, but I'm not sure. It's 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 one of the. It's early 2000s, right? That's like 2002. I think it's like, yeah, 2001, so, yeah. 2002. 
so we're still in like the heyday where we can make raunchy college comedies. Yep. I feel like that's the beginning of the end for for the for the that style of movie. Yeah. I mean, p- political correctness wise, you're probably not going to see another movie like. Oh this, no. Is, is, is what I'm saying. So it's. They're not going to do that scene you can't group. talk about again for sure. So. Outstanding. That's that's a positive. <laughs> <laughs> on a on a more um, ironically not funny note, um, this song has. The not not this movie on its soundtrack has one of the first emo songs I really fell in love with. Which one's that? Uh, it's called the band was called Swirl Three Sixty. Uh, I don't remember what the song was called, but it it plays at the scene when everything is kind of going wrong, um, and like him him and her have just gotten into the fight, and he's like packing up his shit for college, like he's ready to leave. He starts packing up his shit. Okay. Yeah, I I think it's um, I'm okay. I think is what it's called. I haven't seen it in a while, but I'm sure if I saw it, I'd be like, yeah. I get yeah, it. as soon as as soon as it hits, it, it but it was it was like an early early um, stage emo like movement, and it like made a movie, and like that's why like a lot of emo kids were like all about it, all about it because they were like, wow, we're our music is becoming legitimized. <laughs> so um, you don't think you don't think that you're gonna get like a hardcore emo song out of a money a movie no. like Man Wilder, yeah. but you do you do. Um, yeah, that was a. God, that movie's good. I enjoy it. I haven't seen it in a while. I, I think I'm due for a rewatch soon. Sure. Yeah, I think that the only thing that doesn't hit as well for me is how weird the cool guy fret villain is. He's got like a weird style to him, and I'm like, he's more preppy, right? He's, not, I, he's a little yeah, preppy, but he's also like cool just guy fret. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. But he's just a. He's just a little weird, like just the way he acts, and I expect him to be a little more like. How did he land Tara Reid? I, I don't know. That guy's weird. <laughs> He's a fucking weirdo. Early two thousands Tara Reid's a Hall of Famer in my book. Not wrong. <laughs> Not wrong. In 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 most ways. Yes. This, like she's she's a, she's a much better it. actress in this movie than she shows yes. going forward. She kind of went off the rails yeah. later in life. So. These things happen. That's unfortunate. But Ryan Reynolds stayed great, and that's what's important about Van Wilder. Yes, it is. Check it out if you haven't seen it. I feel like it's on Prime now. I don't know. I don't remember. That's my number four. Corey, what's your number three movie? My number three movie is Wedding Crashers. Okay. So another, another tough cut from my initial list. Fair enough. Fair enough. Vince Vaughn taking center stage and doing Vince Vaughn things. Uh, I think that this movie suffers from a little bit of a a little bit of a drag in the middle before it gets funny again. But the first hour, hour and 10 of this movie, how long is the movie? I don't even know. It's probably like an hour 40 at most, an hour 45. Yeah. On, yeah. Hold on. Because anyway, everything up until when they leave the Island, the opening, the, the wet, like the big wedding itself. And when they go back with the family for like the, the couple days, all of that, is pure comedy gold for me. Um, and then when everything kind of goes to shit and there's like that 20 minutes there, I'm like don't want it. Don't need it. Only part of the movie that I'm like, eh. it's the low point then, of the movie for sure. Yeah, But, and then it comes back when it go- goes to shit. Doesn't, um, that's Will Ferrell. That the, that's the Will Ferrell. 
and when All once right. once Will Ferrell comes onto screen, the movie gets better again. Okay, I'd agree with that. So everything between when they leave the island and when you meet Will Ferrell, I'm like, I don't care. You get you do get one pretty funny scene where he. Uh, it's Owen Wilson, right? Yes. 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 Okay. When Owen Wilson is sees um, Vince Vaughn's character for the first time, and they're like, they're they're getting like buddy buddy. He's like, hey, I just gotta let you know, I'm getting married. He's like, leave. <laughs> that that scene. That was the only part in that chunk that I'm like, I laughed at. I'm reading Don't Kill Myself books. I thought you said it wasn't yours. It's not mine, but I looked at it. Like that shit was funny to me. Uh, but otherwise, that little chunk was. Not great. Mom but, the Meatloaf's in the cultural lexicon. Oh, yeah. Of, yes. yes. Mom the Meatloaf. Motorboat, um, son of a bitch. You old sailor, you. Definitely. Christopher um, Walken and Jane Seymour are hysterical in it as well. Oh, that yeah. That kid, Todd. I don't know the Todd, actor's name. Yeah, yeah. Todd. Like, because Todd is the villain in Paul Blart. And, like, whenever Todd shows up on screen, I'm like, I just think of Wedding Crashers. <laughs> so, <laughs> forever he's going to be typecasted as Todd. Yeah. Oh, I wish Holy for you. <laughs> Wedding Crashers is two two hours eight minutes, minutes long. long. Yeah, I, was, I, was, I looked that up. It was like mm-hmm. very surprised. All right, so the first so the first hour and twenty hour thirty of this movie, great, weird twenty twenty five minute chunk, and then the tail end of the movie is also really really funny. When they're hitting on women, and he's like, "Oh, we lost a lot of good men out there playing for the Yankees." <laughs> yeah, free agency, yes. free trades. trades. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that the down part of the movie does have one of my favorite scenes in the movie where uh, the picture that Todd painted of Vince Vaughn, he's like, Todd, this is a gift. I'm taking it with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's after that scene. That yeah. moment is like the, the right. is, is the beginning of the end, okay. right? Yeah. That moment, I, I still wrap into the good part because you're right. That's funny. No, it's a gift, and I'm taking it. <laughs> I can't play a uh, game of touch football without quoting Wedding Crashers screaming like, Hot route or just like yes, <laughs> I don't you know hit, what that means. Can you just go stand over here for me, please? You hit into the quarterback and you're like crab cakes and football, baby. <laughs> yes, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. That's it. Yeah, and, and like everybody and everybody has played a game of like friendly touch football with that one tryhard who like yeah. goes over the top, which is what Bradley Cooper does to perfection. Sorry, I don't know what came over me, man. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, after he gets sick with the, um, the, the eye drops. Uh, that's the one bad up. thing about this movie. It introduced that concept to yes, the it world. Did. It did. Uh, the next day, when he's, like, still feeling a little wonky and he's going on the uh, the pheasant hunt. Oh, Mr. Environmental is a hunter, too. <laughs> I hunt quails. No. <laughs> the designated <laughs> rubber population. You got a fucking problem. <laughs> Like, he actually has a retort to that. Like, who does this? A, a psycho. Bradley Cooper, Bradley Cooper is is um, underappreciated. In, like, you, you so, you're so focused on Owen and Vince's performances, and they're incredibly funny, that sometimes you miss how good Bradley Cooper is playing this straight character that's not the good guy. Like, it's uh, a little over the top. Aggressive, phenomenal. Isla Fisher plays the yes, uh, crazy Fisher. sister. Yep. She yes. like, I think that's this like her big debut role. I feel. I think so. I think yeah. So. I thought she was gonna blow up. Also, she had a she had like, she's had good, a decent career. Good good run, but I thought she was gonna be huge. She's she's hysterical in this too. 
when Vince Vaughn's talking about the midnight rape. <laughs> and the, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> when she's, like, jerked off the table. <laughs> and she's talking about her imaginary friends. <laughs> Don't run away from me. I'll find you. <laughs> Stage five, virgin, clinger. And he marries her. Yeah. He does. It's, everything's got a happy ending. <laughs> yeah, this movie is definitely a very... Like feel good happy ending story, sure. which is I, I, <laughs> which is a little unrealistic not. given the story, but it's fine. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. That was yeah, Corey's that, number three. That's my number three. Matt, what's your number three? Tropic Thunder. I knew this okay. was going to make your list at some point. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm surprised it's that high, but I'm 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 here for it. Tropic Thunder is hysterical from start to finish. Bunch of this the opening scenes where you get movie trailers that these actors have been in. Like, I remember going to the theater, watching it, being like, what is this? Because the first thing's booty sweat. I'm like, this is, another, this is a commercial. I'm like, they actually made a drink called booty sweat? This is ridiculous. And then it goes, I'm like, oh, then I get it. Um, Jack Black, Jeff Portnoy, the fatties. Yes. Then Ben Stiller's the action star. And then Robert Downey Jr. is the actual thespian actor. And he makes <laughs> that weird movie of toby Maguire, satan's alley <laughs> i think it's called that, that like set the tone then they get to the actual filming of the movie they're trying to make and it's so over the top stupid like with ben stiller running through the field and he's getting shot like eight million times but damn it he, he's still he's still going it's one of my favorite tom cruise roles as Les he's, Griffin, he's in it for three in, minutes. It's three scenes. <laughs> yeah. Three scenes. That's all he. That's all he got. But it's so. It's three memorable scenes. I mean, the dance scene and, is another thing that's burned into your mind. Yes. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry. Back to just even his introduction because they didn't market this movie with Tom Cruise in mind. So when you're watching, you're like, "Is that Tom Cruise?" <laughs> and it turns out to be Tom Cruise when he's um negotiating with the terrorist flaming dragon. <laughs> And he's like, Flamey Dragon? Fuck face? <laughs> they just have this whole back and forth. Then he hangs up and goes, we do not negotiate with terrorists. And everybody in the room starts clapping. <laughs> I love it so much. Robert Downey Jr. Uh, got nominated for Best Supporting sure Actor. Did. He's amazing in, in it. A, in a comedy role, yeah. which like never happens. So good on him. I love Jeff Portnoy. He's a heroin addict, I guess. And uh, he's like going through withdrawal. And just like the lines. Oh, Jack Black's character. With, Yes. I thought you, that was an and, actor's name. I was like, who's Jeff, who's Jeff Portnoy? <laughs> that's, that's the character yeah, yeah. he's, he's mm-hmm. portraying. And like, he's like, um, sneaking drugs every so often. And go, what do you got there? Jelly Jack? beans. Goes, oh, jelly beans. <laughs> and he's like, uh, oh, I love jelly beans. Guys, like, no, you can't have any jelly beans. <laughs> <laughs> and the bird flies away with him. <laughs> gets all screwed up. And then he takes the, uh, two, uh, two, I guess, the drug farmers and he puts their head in the heroin and he's like, all right, all right guys, we only have 18 hours before they wake up. Like, like he just like knows yeah. that off the top of his head. <laughs> Simple Jack. <laughs> Please don't hurt me. It's, you can go on and on and yep. on about this movie. Funny from start to finish. It is. Yeah, it was. It, it made my my <laughs> so, initial list, and I I okay. I wrote it down, and I was like, "There's no way Matt doesn't have this on his five. Very true. <laughs> so I didn't feel that bad about not putting it. Yeah, I I I really thoroughly enjoy this movie. It's just not. I I couldn't put it on there and knock off one of the ones I put on. Like it, it was. Okay. Yeah. It was simply a. It, if we had more than five movies to pick from, it almost definitely. If this was just talk about the best comedies from the two thousands. 
it would definitely get mentioned. Yeah. It's a movie it's a movie that I I think is a little underappreciated. I don't think people bring it up in the conversation as much as they should when they talk about like good comedies from the early two thousands. Right? I, I feel like this is not it flies this under should the radar be talked a about a lot bit. more. Yeah, it flew under the radar a little bit. I don't think it did. I don't. I actually don't know anything. I think about it, did how it did well. In the theaters. Oh, it did very well. Yeah. Oh, no, did that, it do well? That, That's that good. movie was huge. Um, I just feel there's not a lot of Ben Stiller fans, and he's starred and directed. So I don't know. Ben Stiller is kind of like hit or miss. This is definitely a Ben. Stiller this is a hit. hit for me. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Because I've seen some. Probably my favorite Ben Stiller movie. It's, 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 For me, yeah, but where I he's playing the protagonist, movie. yes, I think this is my yes, favorite. Yes, really, yes, yeah. correct. Okay, he's better as I, a villain I, usually. Usually, yeah, but I don't consider I don't consider I don't it a Ben Stiller movie if it's, it's uh, if he's the villain. I guess that's true. Is this, is this or Zoolander is probably my favorite exactly. Ben Stiller uh, protagonist. Zoolander, it's true. That's I didn't a, want that's to say point. Zoolander because yeah. I didn't know if you guys. I didn't know. I mean, we'll find out. Came out yeah. in 2001. I don't want to mention it, but that's most people's favorite Ben Stiller. I'll go Tropic Thunder. That's he's close. Had some, he's had some stinkers, though, man. He has. Definitely. Envy. Remember that one? Oof. That's terrible. That's with Didn't Jack Black it. and the yeah. dog poo eraser? Vaporize. Yes. Yeah, that movie's not great. <laughs> they eat flan. <laughs> that was your number three? Right. That was my number three. Joe, what do you got? My number three is Table from Earlier, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Very good. Okay. It's an excellent movie. It's a mov- one of those movies that just gets even better... The more times I watch it, I pick up it on was not, quote. Yeah, I was not a big fan of it the first time I saw it. I was not. I mean, I since I've since come around on it pretty hard. Ghost. I feel it's. I feel it's a heart. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah just, that's like, crazy. Just I feel dropped like a, on me. A heartwarming comedy too. Mm-hmm. Like it's just a lot of. You can identify with the main character in certain aspects, and you just want him to see him do well. Like like for me, and then um, you sympathize. You uh, absolutely you sympathize. And there's two um, characters in here that I think are buying for like the the steal the show character. Is it Russell Brand? And and um, Paul Rudd. Yeah. I, Paul oh, Rudd, you think it's going to be Jonah show. Hill? Too. Oh my God, he's amazing in every scene. I'm he's not in. saying he's not. I'm just I I just feel that. Um... Jonah Hill's trying to steal the show there too a, a bit. Yeah, he's 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 Jonah Hill has some two of my f- more favorite scenes. I guess I'll too, go fuck right? myself. myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be lonely, man. You want you want a magazine or something? And like, oh, I just went from six to midnight. That's <laughs> one of my favorite. I still quote that. Line, like, yeah. so, yeah, that's my, one of my go tos. Uh, but Paul Rudd, man, as the surf instructor, Kunu, Kunu. And he goes, yeah, I stopped wearing a watch when I moved out here. Oh, that's really cool, man. Yeah, because my, my cell phone has the time on it. Are <laughs> you hey, Chuck? No, I'm Kunu. What's, what's that Hawaiian for? Chuck? I'm going to give you a Hawaiian name. You're doing too much. Do less. All you got to do more than that, man. You got to do something. When life gives you lemons, man, just fuck the lemons and bail. Uh, Peter's into puppets. Yes. Puppets are yeah. awesome. Puppet. Snuffleupagus is my shit. <laughs> Dracula musical. <laughs> yes. Very good. I, he sings it in the out of, out of context, Amazing. this is going to be... I can play something else. This is not going to be fun. <laughs> this was, uh... The fact that we get to see, like, a bunch of the Dracula musical at the end of this makes it that much better. I 
That was oh, yeah. so, I, I'm so happy we got that payoff. I'm so happy we got that payoff. Very good use of the, uh, the Chekhov's musical. Yeah. My, my um, introduction to Bill Hader also. Yeah. That's his, uh, his, that's his stepbrother, right? The, uh, brother-in-law? Bro- no. I think it's his actual, I think it's his stepbrother. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they're related somehow. There's some, yes. some kind of brother. It wouldn't be in law because why would he be talking to him after Marshall dumped him? Like that's in Sarah Marshall dumped him. So Sarah Marshall, it's funny. Her name escapes me. Kristen Bell. Yes, but I just think of her as Sarah Marshall. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I can see it. I like how this sparked an unofficial sequel. With uh, get him, get him to the the Greek. Greek. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. Yes. 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 Which is weird because you have uh, Jonah Hill in both, and Jonah Hill does not play the same person. No, he doesn't. He's not the same person. But Ru- Russell Brand is. Yes. Russell Brand is, yeah. And there's a Sarah Marshall um, commercial. Oh, yeah, yeah. Show. Yeah, so it, it's, a, it's a weird connection. Hmm. Yeah. They made a sure. small connected universe in two movies. <laughs> are those happy tissues or sad tissues? <laughs> <laughs> Mila Kunis is pretty phenomenal in this as well. She is. Oh, yeah. She is. Definitely. Ah, good stuff. I love this movie. It, it was a struggle for me to only put it at three, but at the end of the day, being true to myself, it belongs... I guess it belongs at three this month. Yep. Fair so enough. So, when I purchased this off Amazon, I purchased this in another movie. I can't think of it. And this is back when I lived in a condo complex. And... Um, <clears throat> I got the notification that it was delivered, and I got the picture of the movies outside of a door, but not my door. So I called Amazon customer service, and they said, "Oh, just like look around for it." I'm like, "There's like a hundred buildings here, man. I'm not, I'm not looking around for it." They're like, "Oh, well, okay." And then they said, "We'll just send you new copies." I'm like, "That's fine." They're like, "Hold, please." Then he comes back, goes, "Those are actually out of stock now. You got the last ones." I'm like, "Correction, I didn't get anything." And then they said, well, you ordered the last ones. I said, great. So she goes, all right, I guess I can just refund it and put it back on the card. I said, yeah, you do that. So then um, at the end of it, she goes, I just got one question for you. I'm like, what's that? She's like, did I help you today? And I was in a pretty bad mood. I'm like, do I have my movies? <laughs> she goes, have a nice day. <laughs> I was like, like, so then I was on my way to the mall to buy them. And then my wife called me and said, oh, a neighbor just dropped off. <laughs> Dropped off the Amazon package. Joe, edit this out. (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) I don't care. How I scammed Amazon. (laughs) Amazon's pretty cool like that, though. Like, um, when I ordered the Iron Man trilogy, the second movie was missing from the case. So I just emailed them and they they just sent me the... Did you send you the second one? Yeah, they they sent me all three again. Oh, Oh, nice. Yeah, because it was like a little box set. Mm-hmm. That British box set. So I, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I didn't have to like send them a picture or nothing. They were just like cool with it. They're so. like, whatever. We got billions of dollars. There you customer go. Customer service is literally is very yeah. good. But uh, I just felt like giving that lady a hard time. Sorry. <laughs> if if you're listening, he's sorry. Yes. <laughs> so fun fact before we move on, this will take two seconds. Uh, this was the first Blu-ray I ever bought. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh, okay. It's funny you said that because I'm going to talk about the first Blu-ray I ever Excellent. actually watched. Yeah. So that's be pretty. Cool. All right. Uh, Corey, what's your number two movie? My number two movie is Dodgeball. That is my number two. Nice. That's one of my bubbles. Fantastic choice. Yeah, I uh, I was I was surprised it sat as high as it did, but I'm like I wasn't mad about it after I was done. I like s- sat back. I was like, you know what? 
I'm okay with this. Uh, another Vince Vaughn led um, comedy about a failing gym that needs to save itself, and how do they do it? By entering a dodgeball tournament. Of course, the classic story. The classic story. Uh, I guess the full title is is a true dodgeball, a true, a true underdog, underdog story. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Average um, Joe's gym. Average Global Joe's gym. gym. Perfect name, Globo Jim. Ben Stiller, White Goodman, comedy legend. He's, this is his best role as a villain, I think. It's oh, the most yeah. quotable, for sure. Agreed. Yeah. Yes. Yes. No, no one, one makes me bleed my own blood. No, nobody. It's a metaphor for me grabbing a bull by the horn. It really it's happened. Like, really, though. it happened. <laughs> uh, yeah. I love dodgeball. Rip torn as uh, yeah. Patches O'Hulahan. Also, Hank Azaria as young Patches O'Hulahan. Yeah, in the dodgeball instructional video. Yes. Got the five, I, yeah, five D's of dodgeball. Dodge, duck, dip, dive, and, and dodge. dodge. <laughs> the instruction, like the 1940s instructional video, is is just as funny as any other part of this movie. It was like, you want to pick the big, strong kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and pick on the. Remember, dodgeball's a sport of degradation, so pick the big, strong kids for your team, and then pick on the little guys like Winston here. Pegs <laughs> <laughs> him in the face. Yeah. Oh, so good. Uh, my my favorite scene from Dodgeball is when um, oh man, I forgot the guy's name. The the dorky older one on their team. Uh, Stephen Root. Yeah, yeah, he has to get angry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I just love like prior to that where Patches is like uh, like uh, you're up against it. Uh, we can't beat them. They're like they're really good and you suck something awful. Yes, yeah. yeah, sure, I sure do. <laughs> <laughs> I say that in softball a lot, like when we need a big hit and the guy's coming up, just to loosen everybody you up. suck like, something yeah, off. They're really good, and we suck something off. <laughs> we need a big hit here. Oh, the commentating team, though. Oh, yeah, oh, Jason Bateman God. and whoever that other guy is. Pepper and the Cotton. dad from Talladega Nights. Um, oh, yeah, that is the dad from Talladega Nights. And he's Again, also on Pineapple Express. Yes, he is. He's the Again, villain talk- in that, right? Yes. Yeah. Talking about gifts I use all the goddamn time. Ouch town population, you bro. Yeah. Um, the, it's a bold strategy, Cotton. See if it works out for I him. think that's your most quoted line from any movie I've heard you use. Definitely. Like, you love Absolutely. that line, and with good reason. <laughs> I do love that line. <laughs> it just works yeah. so often. Bold strategy, Cotton. The Lance Armstrong with a rare comedic yeah, appearance. Yeah, oh my gosh. <laughs> he was so good. He was. That, that, that scene that, was great. It was. I'm but sure that, nothing that, like that happened to you, though, right? well. No, it didn't. <laughs> that, oh, yeah. Fair. Uh, well, I guess if I never gave up, then I would never have anything to regret for the rest of my life. Gary Cole plays Cotton. Yes. Okay. I, uh, he's Lundberg in Office Space. Yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That guy's a chameleon. Isn't so the uh, isn't the the nerdy older guy also in Office Space? Yeah, that's Milton. Yeah, it's Milton. Yep. He plays Milton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Steve the pirate. Alan Tudyk. Again. <laughs> Classic. Another. Another like low-key hysterical moment in this is like Steve the Pirate ah, it doesn't ring a bell the only guy on our team that dresses like a pirate and then he shows up in normal clothes hey guys it's Steve the Pirate pirate <laughs> that guy oh what's his he's in Grandma's Boy yeah just yep. JP yep <laughs> when, he, when he's dressed all in black and up against the wall and like, hey JP how can you see me <laughs> Uh, uh, Justin, Justin Long's in this. Yeah, this is like yes. the first film of Justin Long, I think, or at least the, like the debut performance. It's, yeah, it's and it's like the final appearance of Laurie Beth Dinberg. Who Do you guys that, watch uh, all that? 
Yeah, who does yes. she play? She's the cheerleader he has to hoist up at the beginning of the movie. Oh, oh okay. my god, yes! <laughs> Holy crap! Yeah. I didn't. I don't think I ever put that, the, did those two things together. Oh. When I first saw Dodgeball, there was a DVD Christmas gift, and like my family was over, and I just like put it on, and like my grandparents were in the room. <laughs> so it was just like me and like my, my cousins sitting around. <laughs> And like they're just my grandpa just watching us shake. Oh, that's terrible! Shaking their head. And we're just like had our hands over our mouths, like belly laughing. <laughs> certain things trying to conceal it, which made it like ten times more funny. Absolutely. When you're trying to hold back a laugh. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. so good. That's the two best scenarios to watch like one of these comedies in. Either when you're trying not to laugh in front of people, or when yeah. it's late at night and you're a little overtired. Mm-hmm. All yep. the jokes hit so much better then. So the original ending for this movie tested horribly. And Did they lose? Yeah, it's White gets out Peter, and then they celebrate, and the credits roll. And the yeah, that's terrible. test audience hated it. I of thought course. they should have stuck with it, man. I'm all about it. <laughs> I would have kept, kept it. I'm but then, sorry. But then we don't get the fat white fucking Chuck Norris. <laughs> fucking Chuck Norris, yeah. Fucking Chuck Norris. Yeah, there's a yeah, – I, I – I could see test audiences hating that ending. I think it, it would have been funny. I th- it would have been hysterical. I think it teaches <laughs> but, it teaches no lesson. That's true. I do like the uh, the fact that he like bet he like took all the money and bet on himself though. That was that was a yep. nice little nice little twist. Have you ever seen ten thousand dollars in a briefcase? <laughs> it's just the one stack of money in the middle. The yeah. act the actor that oh, played. That's uh, <laughs> The actor that played Michelle was a former uh, defensive end for the New York Giants. This is my fitness consigliere, really, Michelle. Michelle. <laughs> I like when he snaps his fingers and he pulls up on the little moped. Yep. <laughs> Sir, the girl, she can throw. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, this, is, this is one of the Laser. Oh. Blazer. Blade, laser, blazer. <laughs> we could sell blood and semen. What? Not mixed together? You, you had me at blood and semen. Oh, snap. That guy's a dickhead. (laughs) She must be a lesbian. Oh, snap. (laughs) Hey, I'm not a lesbian. I'm bi. Yeah, it was Ben Stiller's ex-wife now, his wife at the time. Oh, shit. Yep. Oh, goodness gracious. It's a great movie. Yes, it is. Number two. Joe, what's your number two? All right, that was both your twos. Uh, All right. This is where my list starts to get a little unconventional, so I'm okay. feeling not a lot of people listening are going to agree with me. But my number two movie is Fired Up. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> not a movie I thought we were going to talk about today. Okay. I mean, here we are. With the protect rule that we have, I'm guessing. <laughs> this is a, a movie that I feel like flies under the radar for a lot of, a lot of people. It's a... It's a much more clever and funny movie than I would imagine people give it credit for, having seen the trailer. I was not expecting a lot from it, but I, I loved it, and me and my friend quote this movie to each other all the time. At the end of the day, it's just it's got so many low-key jokes in it that you don't pick up on until you're watching it later. It's got no one really of note in it. I love Sarah Romer. She is... The main female lead. Okay. She's in Disturbia. That's the only two movies I know her from. <laughs> I mean, it's got a... I think his name is John Michael Higgins, the cheerleading yes. coach. 
Okay. Yeah, so like the main guy, he's in the Waiting sequel and a bunch of other movies. And the other... He's a that guy. The other buddy male lead is in um Not Another Teen Movie. Yes. Yeah, Eric Christian Olsen. He's in a lot of stuff. He's on like NCIS now or one of those really? shows or CSI. Okay. He's on, yeah. Career turn. Yeah. <laughs> You I don't have a lot seen... to add. Yeah, yeah, I didn't think I, so. I don't have I've, to... seen, I've seen it one time. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's on Amazon Prime if anyone wants to check it out. I don't... <laughs> I guess I will. Yeah, I don't... I'm going to have to. I'm going to try I'm, not to... I haven't yeah. seen it. I'm going to try not to overhype it because it's a. It's probably kind of an esoteric niche movie, so I don't think everyone's going to watch it and come away with it as high on it as I am. But got to be true to myself on this list. I'm going to happily watch this movie. I watch this movie probably like once a year. Okay. So it's it's... I find it really enjoyable. It's probably not for everyone, but at the number of the day, that's my number two. And we'll move on to the to the ones for everybody else. Sure. What do we got? Corey, what do you got, number one? Number one, Step Brothers. My number one as well. Okay. Is it really? Yeah. Goddamn. Simpatico. I, good for you guys. That's awesome. Good yep. for us. Some tells us we're not going to be fighting about where to put uh, Step Brothers or Dodgeball. Hopefully it comes up on the wheel. <laughs> That's also true. Um, Step Brothers, man. I there are certain comedy movies that just define what it means to be f- like a comedy, and this is this is a, a a genre altering movie for me. The way, like, I think that they took a bunch of different things that were becoming stylistically possible and meshed them all into this one movie, and it was it. it I did not know what to expect going into it, and I came out of it being like, I can't wait to go back and watch this again. I think I saw this in the theaters three or four times. I saw it in the theaters Easily. once. This is the first Blu-ray I ever watched. I got it for Christmas. Okay. Along with like five others. This is the first one I put on. Uh, didn't watch it with my grandparents that time. But, Smart. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, this movie is crazy. I didn't think – I saw the trailer, and I'm like, okay. like, And then I saw it, and it, was like, it, it blew up, man. This was like yep. – it, it hit my funny bone and like – so many different ways, and I, I love it. There's so many memorable characters, memorable scenes. Definitely. I, I quote it constantly. Like, Roger better not get in my face. I'll drop that motherfucker. <laughs> I'm never going to call him dead, ever. Not even if there's a fire. <laughs> oh. There's there's where a couple you, of hang on one second. No no go. Where do you even go to school? Johns Hopkins. Is is that good enough for you? No, it's not. I smoked pot with Johnny Hopkins. You don't even know a Johnny Hopkins. Mom, it was John Hopkins and Sloan Kettering, and they were blazing that shit up all night. I never got that joke. I did not get that oh, okay. joke at the time. I knew like I knew like and like I didn't. I I, I should say like I knew there had to have been a joke there. Like, there's, there's just too random of a name to not, but I did not know about Sloan Kettering Cancer Center prior to watching this movie. Gotcha. I love that. Uh, I didn't want salmon. I said it four times. This wedding is bullshit. <laughs> the fight that they have about touching his drum set. <laughs> the teabag your drum set. <laughs> teabag drum set. Why are you so sweaty? I know. Sounded. Cops doesn't start till four. Four. <laughs> And they're watching Shark Week. Oh man, there's so many good moments. <laughs> I one of the uh, one of the quotes that was I was debating using for my opening line was, "This house is a fucking prison on planet <laughs> bullshit." The galaxy of this sucks cow's dick. So good. Whatever. 
Whenever me and my wife have to go somewhere and I'm ready before her, I, I yell out, Let's go, Dan Cook, pay-per-view, 20 minutes. <laughs> my... Uh, I went to I went to a bachelor party uh, in Montreal years ago, not like years ago when Step Brothers was brand new, but a while ago. And four of uh, the guys that were coming up carpooled together, and they recorded the acapella. Um, Sweet child of mine. Sweet child of mine. Amazing. <laughs> like they just like played like the sound as and they they just like lip synced it. We all got it as they were driving up from here to Montreal, and it was hysterical. I've watched I watched that video like six times while I was waiting for them to get there. I was like, "This is so good!" Amazing scene. The Catalina wine mixer. Catalina fucking wine mixer. Uh, Rob Riggle's character, and this is also really low key funny. Yeah. He's not in it a lot. Pow. <laughs> Are you saying pow or pow? It was in international water, so they couldn't press. This guy over here is going to eat your dick like Kobayashi. <laughs> You've seen him literally eat a man's penis. Yeah, it was in international water, so they couldn't press. Oh uh, man! Then uh, this is probably the dumbest movie I ever get little misty eyed during. Also, really, what one, scene does it to you? At, when he's singing the uh, uh, opera at the end, mm-hmm. and then everyone's reacting to it, and it gets to his brother. And they have the flashback of when they were flying oh, a kite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they go back to the brother who's uh, Adam Scott, right? Is yes, Adam name? Scott. And the brother gives like a little like happy laugh. And they hated each other like the entire movie. I get a little – I'm like, oh, that's, that's nice. Yeah. That's a nice that was a, That was a nice little moment. I forgot about that it's moment. Okay. Yeah. Traveled 800 miles to bring you my seat. Lumberjack. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine Hahn is – Oh, she's great slowly becoming somebody who I'm like upset that I, I didn't appreciate more. She's almost unrecognizable earlier. on this. Like, she's the mom? That? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, no, the she's the, no, no. She's the Adam she's Scott's the, wife. She's the wife. Yes. Yeah. Adam Scott's wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like, I'm Derek's slowly starting wife. to like see her and notice her in more and more things, yep. especially now that since WandaVision has come out. And yeah. I'm like, I did not appreciate this woman as much as I should have. She's, she works she's a lot. really yeah. good. Yeah. She works a lot and she's really good. She's, um, She's worked with Adam Scott on Parks and Rec. Right. Yeah. She's and that was I. Consultant. Oh my God, she is so good in that role. Dear God, but that's not the role we're talking about. Let's not get there. She's in that M Night movie, The Visit. Is she? Yeah, she's the mom in that. She's good in that okay. too. Yeah. That's like the last good M Night movie. Split. I think. Oh yeah, Split. Split's the Visit's great. good. The Visit's good though. Yeah, I I could I could go scene by scene by scene and tell you why it's funny in, with Step Brothers. There's there's no shortage. No, there's a joke and every scene what, of this movie. Yes, and when they get beat up by the kids, just leave us oh, alone, yes. Mr. Gardaki. The, the job interview scenes. Oh my oh, gosh, <laughs> dude, that's an amazing uh, Seth Rogen cameo. Yes, phenomenal. I can taste it. Phen- I can ketchup and onion. Onion and ketchup. Prior to that too, and uh, who's this gentleman behind you? Hello, Miss <laughs> Lady. <laughs> I think I could fix a Pam Pam situation. As as a man who is married to a Pam, uh, I cannot tell you how many of my friends of course crack this joke <laughs> around my wife all the time. We're here to interview as a team. Yeah, we're here to fuck shit up. <laughs> Boats and hoes. Boats and hoes. <laughs> There's um. Th- I will say that this movie 
almost suffers from the same thing that Wedding Crashers does, where there's this little chunk that I'm like, I'm not in love with this part. When they go separate? Yeah. When they go separate. I love it. I don't care. I love it. I love it. (laughs) I didn't, and I, and I, I meant to, and the point being, when I first saw it, I was like, I could go, I could live without this, and then Catalina Wine and Mixer happens, and I love it again. Since rewatching it, those scenes are highly underrated. They're, Him walking out with a thing of TP. Yes. And he amazing. fist bumps. The guys are in the, yeah. the Montel Williams book, and he just it's, he closes it. He like, all right, I got to go to bed. It's like 730. Yes. And it's just like really – you need those little lull moments too to really truly appreciate the highs. Like yes. we're like – Peak of the mountain, funny like the entire time. You need a little valley before you get to the Catalina wine mixer. Yes, you really did. make you appreciate it. No, absolutely. It. Yeah. We put it, liquid it, paper on a bee. It, it, it died. <laughs> <laughs> them being them being legitimate adults for a little bit was their, their interaction when they become legitimate adults is great. <laughs> well, you guys have an excellent track record. <laughs> So many, so much room for activities. <laughs> so much room for activities. That's the. That, I think that's Sale, the no most, power tools. I think that's the most quoted line from that movie. Probably exactly. so much room for activities. Yeah. Dale, you no guys power are tools. Forty years old. You don't need my opinion. Uh, you don't need my permission. So. so, so what you're. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't give a shit. That <laughs> mom's like yes. I, yeah. This is Why the, would you let us do it? There's so much blood. It's so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> Look at it. Oh yeah, it's not so bad. <laughs> Di- and and in that scene, he yells, "Dale, no power tools." Yes, it's hard to hear, but if you listen real carefully, he says it's a toothbrush. Like, yeah, that's, it's a toothbrush. Toothbrush. that's not your toothbrush. Then he goes, "All right, I'm done anyway." <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, so did we just become best friends? Yep. Real quick too, Will Ferrell says this is like one of his favorite movies that he's done because he said it's his biggest surprise hit and when he gets stopped on the street by people that recognize him this is the movie they want to talk about the oh, most. yeah. Mm-hmm. and there's been rumors of a sequel for years for this it's probably way too late to do it now but I always wanted a sequel where there's a third brother from like a previous hookup that like Robert had and uh, oh, so, there's God. A, so there's a I wanted Zach Galifianakis okay that, yeah, he can do that too <laughs> So a third brother, I think, would curl really, his hair. really added to the uh, dynamic. That would have been amazing. So yeah, but they, they kind of tried this with Holmes and Watson. It was a horrible, horrible mistake. Was Zach Galifianakis in uh, that? Yeah. No, no, no. But I mean, a sequel to Step Brothers. Oh, but they're John C. Riley and uh, Will Ferrell. They did Talladega Nights together. They're like a comedy duo. I feel. I mean, they are. Yeah. Yeah. With, with varying mm-hmm. success. Sure. Sometimes Talladega good, sometimes. Nights. Got- did yeah. that come out before or after Step Brothers? I, I want to say feel after. Like it's after. I, I also feel like it's after. I can okay. look it up. That right movie's now. hysterical. Because I think that movie, Step Brothers that movie, 2003, right? I don't know. I don't. Hold on, hold on. I got so. it. I got it. I got it. Step Brothers. I think I graduated. I want to say. 07. Step Brothers is 2008. Okay, so okay. 2006 is Ricky Bobby. So Tyler Diggins okay. came out first. Okay. That's and weird. They, so then they, they then they perfected it. Okay. Yeah. So they, they they realized that they had a really nice thing going for it for them in two thousand six. And then they peaked in two thousand eight. Yeah. Um, Talladega Nights was one of my hard cuts for this too. I, like I wanted to I wanted to put it on here. It was not that close um, for me. I I I think I love the Ballad of Ricky Bobby, but what ended up happening was that when I I knew Step Brothers had to make it, so I was like I can't put. I felt really weird putting two 
John C. Riley and Will Ferrell movies on my top five. There so was, was a like, one hard a cut. cut for another Will Ferrell movie we're going to talk about in the bubble round. Hard okay. cut. <laughs> but uh, oh yeah, that, no, I think I'm pretty sure I know what movie you're talking you about. Probably do. <laughs> Joe, I'm super curious about what your number one is. So, like I said, a little unorthodox here. My number one is not necessarily the funniest movie, but I think it's an important movie. Okay. It's a solid movie. It's Yes Man. I know you like Yes Holy Man a lot. Holy shit! Bubble movie wanted into my top five. Awesome. Couldn't find a couldn't find a spot. So for happy it. about this. Wanted, wanted, wanted it. I am thrilled that it made your made your list and it's your number one. Thrilled. I almost started trying to talk about it earlier because I just assumed nobody else would have it. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. my. God, yes. The guy that you were just talking about and fired up, also in the Yes Man. I'm trying to remember when he... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the, he's the friend he's the in the beginning that, that introduces him to the seminar. Yes. Yeah, you introduced anyway, him to the whole thing. Yes Man, Jim Carrey movie. It's Jim Carrey kind of channeling vintage Jim Carrey a little bit. The last truly great Jim Carrey solo comedy performance, right? I would say. Yes, man. And it was yeah, the probably. Fir- yes. And it was the first in a while. I feel like he had disappeared for a while. Well, he and- did. Yeah, Bruce he did a Almighty, bunch of weird right? Roles. That was like. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Bruce then he kind of got well, yeah, little. Bruce Almighty like a his bun- return to comedy because he did like yeah because he man did on the moon. Eternal Sunshine, yeah. mm-hmm. Man on the Moon, yeah. and um, the number twenty three was in there. That's a yeah. weird movie. Yeah, it is a weird movie. That's not. I enjoy it, that, but that breaks type for him for sure. Uh, for sure. But anyway, talking about Yes Man, so he's a guy who says no to life. He doesn't. He doesn't take any risks. He doesn't take any opportunity. He barely sees his friends after a divorce because you know these things happen. This is this is like a very relatable movie. It's, yeah. it's not over the top funny, but there are great funny scenes in it. But I think it's just an important movie because it teaches you like an important lesson. Okay. Yeah, there's, there's a there's a lot of really heartwarming moments in this. I I I, I fucking love this movie. <laughs> it's I I don't think it's. The funny. No, you're right. It's, it's, not, it's definitely not, not the, the funniest, funniest movie, but but it, it's Zoe Deschanel surprisingly good. I'm I'm kind of always hit or miss with her, she's but I really yeah, she's great in this. Yeah, Bradley Cooper's yeah. great. Bradley Cooper's a good rare this. appearance of Danny Masterson, although I think he's fallen out of favor recently. But most certainly has. Um, I'm drawing a blank on who that even is. Who's the uh, Hyde from that '70s show? Yep. Oh yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. The 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 banker friend. Carl. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, Re- I, Reese, I, oh, what's his name? Don't know. Oh, my God. No, no, that's, 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 oh, Jim Carrey's Carl. Yeah, He's, Jim Carrey's, uh, Norm. Norm, yeah. Norm. You called yeah. me Norm, could that be kind of like my nickname? Reese Darby, I think it's Reese Darby, right? <laughs> yeah. That, that tracks. Yeah, he's the guy from Flight of the Concords, and yep. he's the homeless man in Guns Akimbo. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is the homeless man. He's also the like narrator NPC voice in the new Jumanji movies. I didn't know that. That's cool. Yep, restart me. He, I, yeah, he's Terrence Stamp. He's a surprising. He's, he's a surprisingly good character in this. Like you think he's not going to play as big of a role or be that interesting, but turns out to be all of those things. Like he's, you, you really feel for that guy by the end of it too. Yeah, yeah Norm, oh. Norm's good. Norm is good. Got a off, solid cast. Off to the Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> oh, oh, this is Sparta. He shows up in the child's. Yep. <laughs> Harry Potter. I'm sorry, it's the size I had. <laughs> Expelling arms. Oh, I blocked it. I blocked it. <laughs> uh, yeah, this movie's. It's it's low key funny, but it's just it's a very enjoyable movie. It's it's a movie you're feeling a little down. Put on Yes Man, you'll feel better. Sure. 
So I love it. It's directed by Peyton Reed, who gave us Ant-Man and Ant-Man and the Wasp. And a couple other movies that are kind of in this vein. I love the um, the lessons that this this movie really is trying to put out, especially towards the end. So like he it, like the the process has worked for so long for him, right? Saying literally just saying yes, yes to, everything. to everything, as you can imagine, um, a lot of comedy ensues I, with that. Oh, for sure. And it's been, but it, but for the most part, it's been working for him, yeah. right? It's and then you get to like the downside of saying yes a bunch towards like the end there, like right before like everything really comes together. Um, one of which being having to say yes to firing Norm. Like he has to say yes to that. Like he can't defend him and be like, no, you shouldn't fire the guy. He must say yes, right? So like being able to see the downside of having to say yes is kind of awesome. I don't remember him firing no, Norm. I don't think Norm I don't got think, fired. Yeah. Carl got a promotion and Norm's bummed out about it. Like he's... I thought Norm got fired. I don't think Norm no. got fired. No. Because he went to this, he went to the I Am Sparta party and had to talk to Norm, had to talk to him. Oh, that, I that, was, to make that, a was, cut. that had nothing to do with Jim Carrey. That had nothing to do with Carl. But yes, he did. He does get fired. You're right. Okay. But he, but like, and, and the guy says, well, he says that he has to fire him. Like, like, I don't think there's a scene where Jim Carrey fires Norm. I don't Norm, think but, so either. Yeah. Well, no, we don't see it on screen, but he says, hey, we have to talk. And then he tells him that he's getting let go. Is okay. The assumption yeah. There, is it yeah, not? yeah. Yeah. I just don't remember it, I guess. Yeah. And the point and the point being he has to say yes to that moment. Right. Like in the moment he would have rather have said no and defended him, but he couldn't. See, I don't think that's that's the moment of the of the him saying the yes things. I think that's someone above him saying, This is what we're gonna do. Sure. And him being like, Oh shit. It is. It is, but then again, you still have to think about it. he must say yes to everything. I don't think they're like, do you want to fire Norm? And he's like, yeah, I guess I have to. I guess it's more like we're firing Norm. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is, sure. It's either you can hear it from his friend or you can hear it from the cold, unfeeling board of directors. Yes, that's true. So he was going to fist. Point. I was going to fist you. Oh. <laughs> uh, oh, that's an interesting, an interesting uh, pick, and I really... Really like it. Well, it went over better than I thought it would. <laughs> better than your number two, Joe. Just gonna say it. <laughs> oh, that's why it's not, you know number one. <laughs> that's right. Okay. Fair, fair point. Those are our list from five to one. We're gonna give you our bubble movies, which are essentially honorable mentions. If that wasn't clear before, movies that almost made the list. What do you guys? Who wants to go, Corey? I'll go because I only go. have one uh, at this point. Because uh, Yes Man was one of my bubble movies. The other bubble movie, uh, Idiocracy. Okay. okay. I didn't even uh, think of that one. Low-key, did not like it the first time I watched it. The more that time has continued to move forward and I have started watching the news more and more, the more I'm like, holy shit, this movie's pretty. It's hitting closer to home. So much closer to home. Electrolytes. So good. It's, it, it's what plants it's what create. Plant, it's what plants create. Um, again, quotable movie. Uh, there have def- if you have not seen Idiocracy, which... Would be fair. I think a lot of people have not seen it. It's a big Comedy Central. Uh, it is a big Comedy mm-hmm. Central oh, yeah, movie. I've definitely seen it on their. But if you times. haven't, if you haven't seen it, you've almost definitely heard people quote it. Yeah. You definitely heard people quote it. Um, and if you have Comedy Central, just turn it on. It's on like, now. Don't worry. It's on right now. Uh, <laughs> unless it's you know, prime time, then it's not on. But if it's in the middle of the day or late at night, it's it's probably on. Uh yeah, idiocracy. I I think it's a funny. I think it's funnier than people gave it credit for. I think it makes a lot of fun political commentaries and social commentaries that are uh, interesting to say the least. Especially looking at <laughs> the world around us some days. Absolutely, 
Matt Bubbles? Uh, I had two. One was a beer fest. That was like the last cut I made. Yep. I, that was the one I was going to guess. Yeah. I like Beer Fest a little bit more than Super Troopers. As do I. Yeah, that was that was higher on the list than Super I just, Troopers. When, uh, du- during Oktoberfest, when I worked at that craft beer bar, that's what I would play for the entire shift. It'd just be on repeat. Nice. Nice. Good, good call. Hysterical. Yeah. There's a beer drinking competition among friends. And it's just the German team. Is hyster- I, I love Beer Fest. I've, I've watched that a couple times a year. And then uh, Blades of Glory, which probably you could have guessed from before. That was really close to making my bubbles. Like, Blades of Glory is so good. It is so good. And so quotable. Uh, yes. And uh, Will Farrell's ridiculous in that. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. A little chazzle-dazzle. They fly at the end. <laughs> All right, Joe. You have six, you said? I have six. Two of them we already talked about. We already talked about The Hangover and Dodgeball. Those already made lists. Good. So, uh, okay. So a movie I'm surprised nobody talked about. Superbad. That's, that's like a really important comedy. So close. Yeah. So close. I didn't put it in my bubble because I wanted to talk about movies that I didn't think were going to be talked about. Fair enough. But Superbad was on one of my lists at one point. Yeah, I, I circled it. I just did, didn't put it on it's there. Very I close. tried watch, watching it not too long ago. There's a lot more cursing in it than I remembered. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's so, so much. much cursing. Yeah. So much cursing. Yeah. So It's the, so the good. The McLovin thing kind of brings it down for me. I would put Like, it's Mc... funny sometimes, but it gets old. McLovin in the comedy movie Hall of Fame also. Because I remember seeing it for the first time going, what the hell are people talking about? Then McLovin enters the story. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) Yeah, this movie was – it came out in 2007? Something like that. 2007, 2008. So I was freshman year college-ish when this movie came out. Mm -hmm. So I was still very, very close with all of my friends from high school. Every summer I'd go home and we'd – all see each other and party all summer and stuff like that. So this movie hits so close to home because I have like those two best friends that I hung out with daily, still talk to those guys on an almost daily basis. Um, so yeah, like I, th- this movie was, was yeah, this, this movie was, was special. Uh, next, I love yeah. this movie. The yeah. next bubble is the movie that kind of got me into the whole comedy, runchy comedy scene is road trip. Road Trip's good. Road Trip was good. Road Trip's so good. Yeah. That was a tough cut for me, just nostalgia. Breckenmeyer. Yeah, yeah Breckenmeyer. Whatever Whatever happened to that guy? <laughs> Breckenmeyer, what a name. Best friends with Seth Rogen in real life. Really? Yes. Oh, shit, Not man. Seth Rogen. Seth. Seth Green. Seth Green, yes. Yeah, because they do Robot Chicken. He's on Robot Chicken all the time. Yes. And they, they talk about, like, in a, when they go to the movies together, or pre-pandemic anyway, they, this would, like, be funny in public. Like, um... If they went to get snacks and one person was saving the seat, the other person would walk in and go, like, he would walk in and go, Seth, where, where are you, Seth? <laughs> <laughs> so, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, Al Coldly talked about, it's Casablanca in the snow. It has, like, a 1, 7% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's, that's Fuck ridiculous. the critics. Papa Munch, come on. <laughs> Pigpen, go to the bathroom go in the cup. In cup. <laughs> Carpe diem, man. Seize, Seize the, the carp. carp. <laughs> is, Seize the carp. This, this is El yes. Matador, which is Spanish for the Matador. <laughs> we know you're gay. We get it. I was going to say because I was adopted. But <laughs> Everybody knows. Right. Nobody cares. Fuzzy <laughs> <laughs> uh, navel for the lady. <laughs> <laughs> and the last bubble I have is the ladies' man. I figured that was going to make your top five for sure. It, it, was, it, was, it. it was a tough cut. It's... <laughs> Tim Meadows, as funny as. 
I know how much you love that movie. Yeah, it's a, it's one of two great SNL skits turned movies, in okay. my opinion. Okay. The other one being Night at the Roxbury. Okay. What good. about Wayne's okay. World? See that Wayne's World? I don't even think of as an SNL skit. Like it's just Wayne's World is such a phenomenon on its own. Like everyone knows Wayne's World. Nobody remembers Night at the Roxbury or Ladies okay. Man. Okay. Well, no Night at the Roxbury. Nobody remembers Ladies Man. Ladies Man, kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. So I want to do that a little justice by mentioning it here. That's it. So, so I'm going to drop my honorable mentions real quick. These are movies that I don't think belonged in the comedy list, but do have the co- a, a comedy title, like genre attached to the title. Um, Girl Next Door. Okay. That's a comedy. Yeah, that's, that's a comedy. comedy. That one, that one's more comedy than the other mm-hmm. one. Um, I fucking love that movie, but it just wasn't it wasn't right for this list. And the other one, Little Miss Sunshine. I never think of Little Miss Sunshine as a comedy. Neither, that, yeah, it's, it's more of like a drama indie, but it's really good. Yeah. The dance scene is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Yes. Super Freak. For sure. <laughs> that, that, that was, that's a, I have to pause, so pause the movie because I'm laughing so hard. The first time I saw it anyway. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, it was, that one is a very funny scene. When the dad starts and dancing that's... with the daughter. And he's like, yeah, you like that? <laughs> <laughs> and that was the thing. Like that movie for me, Little Miss Sunshine had... Moments that were funny, but I always took that as moment of levity from all of like the other like kind of more serious things that are happening in in and around the the yeah for sure the plot itself. Yep. So, but it, it it was on the list of 2000s comedies on Wikipedia. So I was like, you know what, I'm gonna write this down. I gotta talk. Yeah, about there are it. so many movies on that list that don't really belong there, but yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right. There we go. This that concludes our top five round, which now happens. Nope, that's the weird order of words. What now happens is we have. A wheel on Matt's phone with all our names and numbers on them and uh, whatever phone numbers, movie. social security numbers. Yeah, yeah, all of them. Phone, yeah. <laughs> Tax IDs. Serial numbers. Pin numbers. We have our names and one to five <laughs> on each wedge. And uh, whatever movie gets spun is going to make our top five for the show unless someone vetoes it. We've all been given a veto and we've all been given a protect. So if you don't want the movie, you veto it. If it's someone's protect, it stands. Otherwise, it gets knocked off the list and we spin again. That's pretty much it. And we'll reveal our protects at the end if they don't end up being used. Sure. Let's, uh, let's spin the wheel. We're definitely running long. Let's, right. let's kick this off. First one, we have Matt number two, which is Dodgeball. Dodgeball. I got no issue with that. and I know Corey doesn't. There is zero movies I'm, I'm vetoing today. I, there's there's zero. one. I have to. <laughs> Fair. It's a 50-50. I know what it is. <laughs> I know which movie it is. Okay. Next spin. Corey number five. Super Troopers. I'm cool with that. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm like, yeah, I'm not really going to. Don't, I don't remember hearing anything that I'm like, that needs to be vetoed. Next spin. Corey, number two, dodgeball, spin again. Matt, one, stepbrothers. I, just, I knew that was going to make it. Okay. We got to get a Joe spin. That'd be nice. <laughs> I don't want to shout out a comedy. Come on. Joe, three. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Beautiful thing. The easiest sell on my list. All right. <laughs> and hopefully one more spin. Joe, four. Uh, Van Wilder. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Good with all that. Yeah. 
That was that was that was quick and easy. That's good because we've been talking can about I, movies a lot. Yes, we have. So, um, can we? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw something out. Well, what there. are the five we have? Do- Step Brothers, Dodgeball, Forgetting Sarah uh, Marshall, Forgetting Sarah Marshall Van Wilder. Now, all of those have a one, two, three, four, and five placement. Might I suggest that we just put them there? That's probably how it's going to shake out anyway. I would think. I'm just I'm writing them down so I can see it. Forgetting Sarah Marshall, Step Brothers. Dodgeball, Van Wilder, and what's the last one? Super Troopers. Super Troopers. So Super Troopers is my five, which I think, based on the four movies above it, belongs at five. I agree with that. I would personally put it ahead of Van Wilder, but I have no issue either way. No. So we're thinking sorry, so we're thinking Super Troopers five, Van Wilder four, right? Because that is your four, yes. right? Forgetting Sarah Marshall is your three. I say we put that at three. Yeah, then Step Brothers and Dodgeball is both our ones and twos. Ones and so twos. So I'd imagine Dodgeball is at two and Step Brothers one. Yep. 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 All right. That was <laughs> better than last. Incredibly week. painless <laughs> compared For to real. a couple weeks. Last couple weeks. <laughs> All right. It's also pretty crazy that that literally is one, two, three, four, five. That's how it shook out. Yeah. It'll never happen again, probably. No. But. Okay. Work today. Want me to read them off? Please. Yeah, do it. Okay. Comedies. Year 2000, 2009. Coming at number five, we have Super Troopers. Number four, Van Wilder. National Lampoon's Van Wilder. How do you say it? National Lampoon's Van Wilder. Okay. Either way. Uh, number three, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Number two, Dodgeball, a true underdog story. And the number one comedy from the year 2000 to 2009, Step Brothers. Very good list. I like it. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, we're going to pilot a new segment here. Um, I have reached out to a friend of mine, uh, and he has given me what he would have done had he been here on the show today. So, my buddy, Mike Nasuti, who um, one of my best friends growing up, one of the best man at my wedding, love the guy to death. His top five comedy movies from the year 2000-2009. Starting at number five was Tropic Thunder. Number four, Zoolander. Number three, Talladega Nights. Number two, which I thought was a little high myself personally, but it's his list. Me, myself, and Irene. Number one being Step Brothers. Number two is the only one I disagree with on that list, really. He loves that movie. I, I enjoy that movie, too. I, I don't think it's too worthy, necessarily. but That came out in 2000, and that's like, there's a weird... I know it's from 2000, 2009, but if you take a movie from 2009 and compare it to the movie from 2000, they're, like, vastly different, I feel. Totally different Definitely. times. Yeah. Yeah. And not that. Yeah, I mean, it's almost 10 decade. years. Yeah. It's, it's crazy, though. It's um, just the style. Filmmaking styles have changed fast uh, so much. So, yeah, I like that list except for number two. Sure. Alright, so 80% ain't bad. Yeah, Zoolander is funny. Oh, listen. Yeah, Zoolander is funny. I'm surprised nobody... We didn't... It was close. It, list, it, yeah. it was close. I'm surprised Harold and Kumar didn't make anybody's list. Not my thing. I like it. It's funny. I like um, Neil yeah. Patrick Harris in it a lot. He would make the uh, Comedy Movie Hall of Fame also. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> As himself. Yes. Uh, I, uh, you know what, and and this is the dump. This is the dumbest reason I'm not a big fan of Harold Kumar. I don't think it's a bad movie. I know that it's funny. It is funny, but uh, as a human being who went to Rutgers, who's from around where Cherry Hill is, 
Nothing about that movie is geographically accurate. It's wild. I've been to that White Castle in Cherry Hill. That's not what it looks like around there. They don't have Cherry Coke. <laughs> There's no fucking mountains down there. Like, come on. Uh, it's funny you didn't bring that up in Rocky for the uh, Best Picture one. Because if you map out where Rocky runs... It's like a, it's a fucking it's marathon. Like route. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. Over 20 miles... It's... <laughs> yeah, it's over twenty it miles. You're sense. back. Yeah. You're backtracking yeah. like four miles, of, like in front of. Yeah, it's my uh, my my high school's cross country cross country team tried to run it one like weekend, mm-hmm. like when they were training, and they mapped it out. They were like, "We can't, no. we can't do this. Awesome. It doesn't make any logical sense." All right, All right guys. Oh, uh, protects. What are you guys protect? Oh, I protected Tropic Thunder. Dodgeball. Cool. Uh, Matt, was your veto fired up? Yeah. Yeah, that was my protect. <laughs> okay. I figured it was Yes Man or Fired Up would be one of the two you're protecting. Yes Man would have had a better... It would have been weird ranking Yes Man, too, because I would have... <laughs> yeah. It would have been low. I know it would have been low. Okay. For sure. Yeah, Fired Up, man. I've seen it the one time. It didn't do it for me. I was, I was a little surprising. And I... When, like, we did... When uh, we came to your number one, I would have lost money that it was the ladies' man. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. If it made my list, it definitely wasn't going as high as one, but yeah. Ladies man's great. Anyway, so thank you for listening for our 2000s comedy episode. If you want to let us know your list, like Corey's friend did, you can email it to us at 5moviemadness at gmail.com or tweet it at us at 5moviemadness. Those both use the number 5. And if you want to message me personally, which have me share it with the other guys, or talk about, tell me... That Yes Man and Fired Up are great. Agree with me. <laughs> Please don't tell me they're terrible. Uh, <laughs> you can hit me up at twi- on Twitter at Juice Clerk. You can go, Corey. Yeah, you want to talk to me about movies, uh, Dogecoin, Dungeons & Dragons, really anything nerd-related, you can find me on Twitter at I-M-A-M City Folk Soul. Find me on Twitter at M-R underscore Janny, J-A-N-N-Y, Matt Jansen, and you can there's more than one of MR Jannies. I don't think there is. It's uh, I put host of the show and the or co-host of the show in my bio. So it so, just says know. co-host of this show. This show. That's it. Because <laughs> I forget the title of the show all the time. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> Zero's talking heroes. No. Right. Nope, nope, wrong one. Another life. Another person too. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's true. Whole another guy. Thank you for joining us. Uh, next time we don't. You know what? I don't know what's gonna be go next time because uh we are these out of order right so what you need to know is it's april right now that's it (laughs) when we're recording this (laughs) take care everybody and we will see you next time for more movies adios bye